Hi, everybody. This is Maria Pesson, founder of For Women Over 50. I'm very excited today because on our podcast, we will be speaking with Alejandra Belmar. And I hope I pronounced that correctly. You did. Oh, I did. Very good. I practiced. (laughs) (laughs) I practiced to make sure I get it right. And the reason Alejandra is with us is because she is personally dealing with menopause, not necessarily dealing with it in her own life, though she has, but helping other women cope with the changes that menopause brings. So I'm very excited to have you here, Alejandra. And maybe I'll call you Alex for short. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Maria. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So tell us about you and, you know, who you are and what your background is. We'd love to hear more. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Um, My name is Alejandra Belmar. I grew up in Chile. I was born and grew up in Chile. I... um, I went to actually I went to school for hospitality hospitality and tourism uh three and a half years on that and then I left I left Chile to Costa Rica and to work in 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 the hotel industry I learned really quickly that that wasn't for me uh but also I met the love of my life there and I came to New York 27 something years ago following him, following oh, yeah. a boy. From, yes. Is he from uh, the United States? Yes. So he grew up in Brooklyn, in New York. And Me too. Uh, yes. So um, I came to visit, and um, he lived in Costa Rica for three years. And I met him in the middle of nowhere, and I fell in love, came here following him to visit, and I ended up staying. 27 years later, here I am, uh, and somewhere in the middle of all of that, I um, decided to go and learn how to become a web developer. This is over 20 years ago. And... um, and my body was killing me. So I did that for a few years. My body was killing me. Sitting in front of a computer was not kind to, to me. And I hire a trainer. I hire a trainer to help me uh, lose the 50 pounds I had overweight. I had migraines. I had my body was falling apart and she and the learning and the journey with this woman changed my life. Basically it's kind of a a stereotypical uh, cliche story, but that's, that's how it all started working uh, with this woman really changed my, my trajectory. And I wanted to do that for others. So that's how I ended up, um, you know, getting certified by the National Academy of Sports Medicine and learning about the body and movement. And it's been over 20 years doing that and getting great pleasure and really my purpose. That's wonderful. Good for you. So you found something you were passionate about and you did it for a while. Um, Would that be like 20 years that you've been doing it, did you say? Yeah. It's been That's 20 years. Yes, yes. So, and that, go ahead. Yeah, and that's what started, that's what inspired 
me to start a business, right? To start my business and, and work with women so I could do that for others. So, you know, I, I left uh, web developing and uh, I left web developing and I became, you know, I started my business. I started in my own apartment, transformed it, uh, transformed it into a studio back then when when there were no small studios um, doing functional training and um, you know then I became a mother and I started working specifically with women shifting hormonally after childbirth repairing you know what childbirth does to you and supporting groups of women um through you know connecting to their bodies again the new body and that brought great pleasure for me and then as i grew older i started shifting towards um what i was going through see i do this because it's self-healing maria mm-hmm. um it helps me to connect with women that are going through similar things that I'm going through. And then I, I am driven to become an expert at that so I can heal myself and help others in there. So you kind of switched gears from being a physical, um, um, I guess mostly physical, but somewhat mental as well, mm-hmm. um, challenges that women were dealing with and helping them change their life through diet and exercise and being fit but now you've kind of evolved from that business and it's been pretty much this year since the pandemic started am I correct in that yes yes well yes see I my business grew quickly from one studio to three storefront Uh, I started teaching um, teachers how to teach and develop programs for kids I, I, my business grew super fast with my husband. We're both, uh, with, we're both trainers. And, um, and then since pandemic hit, we had to close. We couldn't do, we couldn't, we couldn't, uh, continue, uh, because of what we do working with, uh, it's a, under the category of a gym, basically. So we couldn't That's open. That's so You had this business for 20 years that you built fairly quickly and has been successful and in one year you faced this pandemic which hurt your business to the point that you had to close it but rather than being depressed about it or maybe you were depressed but you decided to change tactics you evolved into a new business so you saw the opportunities and the challenge and how did that work out correct correct so yeah I, again, reach out to women in my life. We started moving together. And this is how this new business started. Uh, Supporting, as you know, going through this year and pandemic, Maria, it's our bodies have had slightly elevated cortisol levels for a long time. And I saw the women around me um, feeling it in their bodies, uh, showed up in forms where if you were in perimenopause, uh, and, and, and experiencing those shifts, 
hormonal shifts, some of them went straight into menopause. They haven't gotten their period in over a year now. Like it's, 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 we're all feeling this in our bodies. And I saw the opportunity to support women through movement, through breath, through um, pouring basically all the knowledge I have and I have accumulated all these years. And, and that's, that's how this whole thing started. So basically what you're saying is that the stress from this year has caused women to move quickly through perimenopause and go into full-blown menopause because of the cortisone levels, which is caused by stress increasing. Do I have that correct? Yeah, well, what I see, you know, menopause is, as you know, um, the absence of your period for one year, right? And I see, I see after that year mark, you are considered being in, in, in menopause. And what I've seen in the past 10 months is that women just stop having their periods. Um, and women are having a hard time sleeping. And if that was true before, all the, this auto-elimination mode that our bodies go through uh, just got worse, increased. And um, so having um, learned different techniques and different, um, different ways of getting you out of that mode of stress and out of control basically because this is what we both felt and probably still do some of us i know i do um and i grieving. went through menopause like 20 years ago i did it very young oh my goodness yes yes for me started in uh, perimenopause started in my 30s so oh, even earlier than i was yeah so that it's been it's been quite a journey and and so yeah, I lost my train of thought, Maria. I don't even remember okay. the question you asked me. I have another train of thought I want, would like you to Okay. So I was thinking as an expert in this area, do you have a couple of tips that somebody could easily implement right away to help them cope with some of the symptoms of menopause? Yes, absolutely. See, I the number one thing I recommend um, the women in my group specifically right now, and I try to uh, post this information out as often as I can, is starting your day with yourself. And I know we're all sleep deprived. If you're in perimenopause, you're struggling with sleep. And if you're in menopause, some, you know, some of us, I know, I don't, sleeping is the challenge. So start your day with yourself and if you have to set up your alarm for 20 minutes, 15 minutes earlier than usual, if you have to get up to go to work or take care of kids or life, set up that time for yourself and see if you can just get your coffee going. If you drink coffee and throw in there a little bit of turmeric, maybe on your latte, a little turmeric, a little cinnamon and sit alone and maybe 
listen to a meditation. Breathe for a few minutes, five minutes, two minutes, whatever you have that day. And start the day with yourself and that time to yourself. I know so many women that stay up really late because that's the only time they get to have to themselves, right? So that's kind of a vicious cycle on, on your sleep and, and not being able to accomplish that REM cycle, which is where you really repair and restore your body and get all these capabilities from. So you, you break that cycle by going to sleep too late, maybe eating a few snacks, maybe having that glass of wine that you think is helping you fall asleep, but not really. It's all that sugar is making you tired, but not really helping you get the sleep that you need to repair. And so because we're not sleeping well, we think, I can't get up earlier. I can't take those 20 minutes. I can't set my alarm earlier. I need my sleep. But start there. Start with 20 minutes to yourself. Breathing, meditation. Maybe you just sip your coffee as you listen to someone that inspires you. And then plan your priorities for that day. We're all overachievers. I know we are. We are over schedule. We don't have ourselves on our schedule. We don't eat as often as we need to eat. We go long periods of time without eating. We also think that if we don't eat, we're going to lose weight and we're just disrupting our metabolism, which is already on uh, struggling. So that is one. Start your day with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. I used to do, I actually still do that. I always take some time for myself to have a little breakfast, have a cup of coffee. I also take 10 minutes out to meditate. Nice. And 15 minutes I use to read something that's motivating. Nice. That's it, right? And it sets you on a good path for the rest of your day. Then the second thing I would say that we're not really getting enough is water and we sip water we may sip water all day and everyone thinks they drink enough water but we're not we are actually not drinking enough water so my recommendation is when you go and take that sip of water see if you can just have the whole cup just have the full cup maybe a cup and a half maybe two cups And set yourself up, set your alarm, set an alarm on your phone, maybe two, three times a day to remind you to drink enough water. We're feeling stiffer than ever. We are, you know, it's dehydration has a lot to do with feeling tired, uh, with, we all know the benefits of, 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 being well hydrated let me ask you a question because i know i happen to really enjoy water it's my preferred drink but Mm -hmm. i also like coffee and wine so i'm not totally you know (laughs) (laughs) but i do like i do drink water every day and what i do is i try to keep a record of it on my fitbit so i i try to get 64 ounces a day and most times i do but is that enough Because I've read conflicting um, ideas of how much water you should drink. This is a great question. See, when I get 
questions like that, I my answer, this is about anything. Um, what should I do? What, how much should I drink? What kind of uh, exercise should I do? I think it's different for everyone. And the mistake that we've all fallen into is the shoving everybody into the same box. What works for you is not the same than what works for me. Some people need more water than others. Some people drinking too much water is not good for them because they, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but you have to go with what you feel is right for you. You know when you're feeling dehydrated. You know the signs of dehydration in your body. So I say you have to start paying attention to how you feel. This is true for water. This is true for uh, vitamin deficient minerals. This is true with even how much exercise you get. You know, it's a, not everybody should be running. Not everybody should be doing an hour of cardio. It's a, you know, everybody's different. Did I answer your question? Yes, you did. You answered my question, but then you gave me another question that I'd like mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to ask you about exercise. Yep. Now I'm going to ask you, you know, what, how much exercise should you do? But actually, I was going to ask you a personal question that some of our listeners might relate to. And that is, I have certain health issues, certain chronic conditions and exercise, especially aerobic exercise, mm -hmm. really throws me, it exhausts. Yep, yeah. How, so, and I only do 20 minutes low impact. Mm -hmm. So how do you, do you push yourself past what you feel comfortable with? Do you stay within what you feel comfortable with? Because all my life I've always, felt like I needed to like push myself when I was running I would do you know wind sprints I right. skied I went down expert mountains I always felt like to be in shape you had to push yourself now I'm pushing myself and I'm not feeling like more energetic because of it I'm feeling exhausted right right is that too much if your body's telling you you're exhausted yeah, you listened. I think you have to listen to your body. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes women make going through menopause, especially if you haven't been an athlete, if you're not, if you haven't been a runner all your life and, you, and you're trying to run now in, in menopause or perimenopause because you put those, you know, those extra 10 pounds of uh, around your belt, that cortisol belt that we develop through, <laughs> through perimenopause and menopause. If you're trying to do that now and you're feeling exhausted, listen to it. I think the biggest mistake we make is trying to keep working out the way we used to work out when it worked, you know, the way we did in our 20s. And when we have to work, I mean, to me, my, what I promote is health. So attach your movement, whatever that is, that brings you joy and pleasure, because that's what's going to stabilize your hormones. Do the movement that you like to do for a good 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Now you can work out for, for seven minutes, you know, those seven minute workouts. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that may be enough if you're doing a good program. But in, at this stage in our lives, I, I recommend strength training. 
metabolic st strength training. You do a good 20 minutes of a good, um, of good compound movements, meaning uh, you're moving in different planes of motion with enough weight, low rep, heavy weight, where you get to build muscle. Muscle burn calories all the time. You have um, eight to 10 reps on you of that one compound movement exercise that you're gonna do three times a week. We have, we have that. You want to be working on your muscles. You want to be working. Muscles burn when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Muscles need to feed all the time. So in good alignment, you need to have proper you know, movement hygiene, right? You need to know what your range of motion is. So if you're gonna squat, how do you squat in your body for your compensation patterns? If you have a job or you've sat for 20 years and uh, you know, you're gonna have maybe, I'm guessing, tight hamstrings, short hip flexors, weak abs, right? So your mm -hmm. squatting is gonna be different than someone that uh, had a job for 20 years that, um, you know, as a, someone that had to stand or that was more uh, mobile, right? So I think, I think get to know your body, mm -hmm. move the day, move that day, check in with your body, move that day the way you feel you can for a good, get your heart rate up if you can, go for a walk um, and then do a nice, strength training routine three times a week. Don't kill yourself, but get your muscles going. Your bones are gonna need it, right? Um, That's a great idea. And bone health is so important for women over 50. So I think yes. that's really worthwhile to know. So I'm gonna change gears for a moment. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you, I know you're not quite 50, um, you're going to be 49 this year, but that's mm -hmm. okay. I think you're mm -hmm. close enough that we can ask you this question. Yep. How do you think you would like to have your next act be? What would you do to make it your best act? This is a great question, Maria. I, you know, I think about this a lot. I have a teenage daughter and in two years she'll be out of the house and I'll be an empty nester and that scares the crap out of me because of all the, you know, obvious reasons. Um, but I think focusing on myself I I realize one of the things that I enjoy and I love in my life is learning. And so I would love to just continue to feed my brain and my curiosity and my soul so I can, um, you know, f feed the, my purpose, which I believe uh, is helping others heal and connect to their bodies and so that I see that happening more and more um keep learning keep feeding my my mind my brain my my spirit um that's great I think lifelong learning is so important because once we stop learning it's the end 
you always need to be learning. And that's really important to keep our, our brains nourished with knowledge. So I'm going to ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Is there a woman who's over 50 that has inspired you in your life? Yes. Ooh, sounds like an important one. Uh, well, see, I am, I feel energetically attracted to strong women. I grew up with strong women. I was surrounded and I have been surrounded all my life with very strong women. Um, I find them inspiring and and most of them are over 50 actually in my life although i have to tell you that i i am purpose around myself with younger people because i think they give me they keep me young and they give me perspective so i that's one thing i highly recommend you should have an older friend older than you with wisdom that provides wisdom and perspective for you and a younger one um, but there's this one woman I know uh, that is an artist, a quilter uh, from Sweden that has a, a, a compass, if you may, built in um, that I really crave. She has a, a, a sense of direction that is clear. Uh, she makes no apologies for anything. Um, she she has this way of knowing what is right and wrong, like nobody I know for her in her life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she follows her own inner guidance. Yeah, and see, That's I believe, I, yeah, I believe, I truly believe, Maria, in my, and I'm very different from her. I believe things are not black or white, I, or white. I believe there is a range, a wide range of shades in between. So I really respect that. And she introduced me to alternative medicine 26 uh, years ago. Uh, when I first came to New York in, in uh, my early 20s, I volunteered at a fabric store that was a part of a mental health program. And she volunteered there too. She spoke Spanish. And when I didn't speak English, so she showed me great kindness and respect. And um, she's one of the smartest women I know. To this day, she's just, uh, I think she's over 75 years old. And uh, she's just a very impressive woman. Always digging for a why with uh, like a global perspective. And and that is super inspiring to me. And I, you know, I, I, I want to have in your life. Yes, I want to be her when I grow up. I want to be like her <laughs> I when it. I grow up. Yeah. I love it. So let me ask you my final question. Okay. Do you have certain superpowers now that you didn't have in your 20s? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I think, um, I mean, this is, this is a good one, right? Um, number one, I could tell you, I can watch someone walk and understand their compensation patterns in their bodies, like within a few minutes, uh, where the imbalances are and a path to restore it. And I'm, I, I'm kind of obsessed about, about it. And uh, my daughter is going to see me walk and tell me what I do wrong. You send me a video. I'm happy to do it. I'll (laughs) do it. I do it for people all the time. Number two, I think, uh, being Ella's mom, 
Ella is my daughter and oh, I truly true. feel like that's a super power. That's, a, you know, the power of being a mom, raising another human being, you know, is for sure not for the faint at heart. And I see, I see it every day in all the women around me. Uh, it, that's a superpower for sure. And maybe compassion, Maria. I, I am a highly sensitive person that grew up in a dictatorship that has uh, suffered from migraines since puberty. Mm -hmm. uh, I have had to learn compassion towards myself and others. And I think that became a superpower. And, and, and I realized that sometimes that is all someone needs to shift to, to a better place, a place of growth. So in the work I do, it's never, it's never just about the muscles, but always about the connection to the whole person and understanding where, where you come from and how you got there. So I can help you get to where you want to go. And that's all through being compassionate, you know, and having compassion for where you are right now. So that's it. I think those are my three superpowers. I think those are amazing superpowers. So, and I think motherhood is a superpower. I never thought of it that way, but I think you're right. <laughs> yes, right? Definitely, oh my goodness. Definitely is. So is there any last thing you want to say to our audience before we go? Um, I want to say you are enough. You don't need any excuses to take care of yourself right now in this moment. And in this moment, if you think about it, in this very moment, you you're okay and you've earned your space on this earth and you deserve to feel better than you feel right now and to pay attention to that one thing that is that is your struggle right now so so make a plan focus on it and and go for it and i support you 100 <laughs> percent that's great so is there any, how would somebody reach out to you if they wanted to work with you? Oh, you can, you can go to my website and schedule a call with me. I, I love talking to people first. And I, even though I have what I have on my website, I always love um, knowing what you need and figuring out a way to, to, to work together. So um, just so what is your out. website called? My it's my name alejandravelmar.com and spell that for them please so it's a l e j a n d r a like alexandra but with a j belmar b e l m a r like the town in new jersey alejandravelmar.com that's great so thank you so much for being a part of this I really enjoyed interviewing you and I enjoyed having you here. I think your information that you are sharing with people is so important. Um, so many women in our group say menopause is one of their biggest challenges. And these words of wisdom, I'm sure will help a great deal. So thank you again for being a part of this show. Mm -hmm.